Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. Hey guys, you're listening to Bay Curious. I'm Olivia Allen Price. I met our question asker on the streets of San Francisco. My name's John Angelico. I live in San Francisco. We are in... I guess it would be described as the Tenderloin. It's a pretty busy intersection. There's lots of traffic, cars drive through here on the way to someplace else. We're at Turk and Larkin to be exact. As far as San Francisco intersections go, this one seems pretty unremarkable. There's an old federal building on one corner and a tire shop on another, but locals know this intersection because of the big six foot sign on display in the tire shop's parking lot. And can you read what the sign says right now? Knowledge is sturdier, more important, and more virtuous than beliefs or opinions or suspicions. Katherine Schultz. This isn't an unusual message to see on the Kahn and Kevel Tire Shop sign. You might say they've got a reputation. For a tire shop to have this, this huge marquee out front giving us something totally unrelated to the sale of tires and auto service is it's kind of a very San Franciscan thing. And what do you want to know about this sign? I want to know when the sign started, who's responsible for the sign's content, and what kind of reaction have they gotten over the years from the sign? As it turns out, the tire shop has been posting quotes since the late 1950s. San Francisco Chronicle columnist Herb Kane once called it the city's biggest fortune cookie. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you, whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. And thanks. Jessica Placek dropped in to learn why this tire shop likes to wax poetic. How many tires are in here right now? Oh, well, probably about 9,000, 9,500. Bill Brennan is Con and Kevel's office manager. He's the one in charge of selecting quotes for their sign. Here's a few examples of what's gone up over the years. Pat on the back is only a few vertebrae away from a kick in the pants. Takes a village to keep the adults on track, too. It's true, I can't think outside the box, but it's a big box. The new year will offer many chances for the deepest of human needs. The ability to say, told you so. The quotes change every four to six weeks. Brennan usually pulls them from what he's reading. 
And then, of course, employees can bring things in, and everybody knows we do it. So he, they'll say, oh, here's a good one. You'll like it. This time, Brennan's narrowed down his list to a few quotes. And so I just I write it out, you know, the way I uh-huh. uh, think it will look on the board. Um, so here are the four I've got. Next, he'll bring the quotes around the tire shop, asking employees what they think of each one. Today, his first stop is the desk of Linda Yu. I generally say I just, I like certain ones. It's just, unless there's a one that says, oh, this one, me, me, me. Yu processes payment and works with inventory. She looks through Brannon's pages and pauses on this quote. I can see not everybody has a seat at the table. Well, it's time to build a bigger table. It's time to build a bigger table. It's a nice sentiment, but probably not going to happen. But the quote that lit people up was this one. Build a wall on the internet and make Russia pay for it. When Brennan brings this to tire technicians and office workers, they smirk or laugh. And some felt it to be very relevant, like Ron Dine, the general manager. They meddled in the the election, Russia did, Putin, and uh, took my vote away. Brennan has been doing this since the 1970s, but the letter board has been up since 1958, when one of the shop's co-founders, Hugh Kevill, built it. And he built this sign for the sole purpose of displaying quotes. Kevill had been stockpiling quotes ever since he went through some harrowing experiences during World War I. I think most of his patrol were wiped out in, in kind of a gory and bloody fashion right in front of him. And so uh, he was a young man at the time, and it, it left an effect on him. Kevill once said of the quotes, I wrote them down to help carry me through. And he gathered these quotes from all sorts of places. Yeah, some of them are fortune cookies in the early days of the fortune cookie. What was he like? Oh, he was a gentleman, very kind, extremely dignified, uh, very, very solicitous of other people, you know, uh, you know just a uh, very old-fashioned guy. Over the years, the sign has displayed truisms, humor, and little doses of philosophy. I had a little encounter last night with a passerby, and uh, he had all kinds of ideas about what we'd put up there, and uh, he thought we were too political, and uh, I don't feel we are. So I went back and checked the records, and uh, he, had dis- he had disremembered the quotes. If you go online, you'll see that many people believe that some of the more recent quotes are related to current politics, like this one by Voltaire. Those who can make you believe absurdities can make you commit atrocities. Everybody has their own way of, of looking at things. Brennan says people's political interpretations of these truisms are just a sign of the times, not the sign itself. Well, we can't avoid it, we can, particularly what's going on right now, because mo- most of what's going on in the political world is unprecedented. Brennan says he tries to keep his own politics off the sign. He doesn't want to alienate customers. After all, this is a business. And we're selling safety, security, that, that sort of thing. So. You know, we don't necessarily have to sell tires with everything, but I certainly don't want to do anything that will get in the way of selling tires. But Brennan admits he's really concerned about what's going on. I think there's some real problems and dangers facing us because it's government based on impulse. It's not what we're used to. And so the corner sign is kind of what we're used to, kind of, you know, We don't change too much around here. But it could change. This is the last tire shop of what used to be Tire Row in the Tenderloin, 
all the other shops have shuttered and tech giants like Uber and Twitter have moved into the neighborhood. Brennan knows that this tire shop may not be around too much longer. As far as the, the industry itself, the idea of an old standalone tire store where they sell nothing but tires is probably a thing of the past. But for now, he's still posting quotes. The quote he ended up choosing was build a wall on the Internet and make the Russians pay for it. Not political at all. So what did John, our question asker, think of this story? Well, I was surprised to learn that the sign was constructed solely for the purpose of displaying a quote and not some sale on tires or you know, white wall radials or whatever. Much respect goes out to the store for that. Well, John, thank you so much for being our question asker today. Thank you very much, Olivia. It was great to be here, and I'll be listening. That story was reported by none other than Jessica Placzek. Thanks for listening. And if you like my stories here, you should check out my other project. It's called Raw Material. It's about art in the West. We talk about underground gardens, Disneyland, and deserts. Find Raw Material wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, did you know new episodes of the Bay Curious podcast are available one day early on the TuneIn app this month. You can download and listen on TuneIn for free. I'll share a link to our TuneIn page on my Twitter account. Find me at O. Allen Price. Give me a funny voice. Uh, Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. Oh, I like it. (laughs) I'm Olivia Allen Price. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.